Sometimes anger is right and necessary, but sometimes it turns into rage and it gets loud and it gets aggressive and uncontrollable. Is it possible to defeat that kind of anger and instead become people who are peaceful? Let's see what the Bible says about that. Hey, welcome to the podcast. I'm so glad that you clicked on this video. We've got podcasts coming out every Wednesday morning. If you would, go ahead and like this video. You can subscribe to our channel and you can comment if you have any thoughts or questions uh, and then share this with anyone else that you know would appreciate this topic as well. Yeah. So we're excited to have uh, Jerry Phillips joining us today at the table. And um, Jerry is a member of Vertical, has been for a while. He works with our men's ministry, leads men's groups. He's one of our elders at our church, recently licensed to ministry, uh, and God has worked in his life in many areas. But this this area here today to talk about anger is is one of the areas that God has worked in his life. So uh, Jerry's joining us today to talk about that mm-hmm. and how we can all understand how God can free us from destructive anger. So uh, Jerry, when did you come to Vertical? We came to Vertical in uh, July of 2015. Shortly okay. after the church started, yeah, yeah, three months, yeah, three yep. months in, yeah, yeah. Awesome. Okay, and uh, tell everybody about your family, just so I have a little context of who you are. And well, um, married to Kay, my wife, been married for thirty years this this year. Mm. Got uh, a son, Todd, mm-hmm. uh, a daughter, Morgan, <clears throat> and uh, f- five. Five grandkids nice. from age nineteen down to one year old. Wow! wow. Nice. So and they all live in the area. So that's awesome. Cool. That's great. All right. So uh, as we think about anger, uh, we all know anger is a common experience for everyone, everybody, mm-hmm. uh, Christian, non-Christian, whoever. Uh, everyone has experienced anger, and at some point, we've all gotten anger because of different things. It may be because something didn't go like you thought. That's a very mm-hmm common time for people to become angry, uh, where someone took advantage of us and we felt wrong or we were wronged. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. very, very common time uh, for someone to be angry in that moment. Um, when someone uh, didn't do what they said or they promised they were going to do. Yeah. There's another one yep. of those times. And uh, we can become very angry in that moment. That emotion wells up within us, this sense of this is not right comes alive within us <clears throat> or anytime our rights were violated when we feel like or even believe or know we had a right to something and that was taken from us and in that moment anger wells up or if our feelings are hurt if someone said something did something to us that really hurt it kind of struck at the core of who we are someone that we knew and trusted we thought mm-hmm. um, cared for us, but in that moment they hurt our feelings. It's it's a moment you can become angry, and depending upon the depth of the hurt uh, or what uh, the situation was, the anger can become explosive. There's sometimes mm-hmm. we're able to control some of that, but it can become explosive, and that's really where we're headed today. Mm-hmm. Is down that path of what about explosive? destructive anger because that can be dangerous it can be dangerous yeah. to us it can mm-hmm. be dangerous obviously to other people mm-hmm. and i think we'd all understand and agree from looking at scriptures that 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 leads over into the category of anger that becomes sin mm-hmm. in that moment and, and that has to be dealt with so uh, i think we could all agree on that we understand what the bible says about that and and this is where we're going to this is the path we're going to walk down today so yeah um 
you know, we think about what's happening in culture today, obviously yeah. <clears throat> that it's a little different because the culture views anger in a little different way than maybe what we understand the Bible to say. Yeah, definitely. And I think, you know, like mm-hmm. the thing these days is, is that you take up an offense instantly, mm-hmm. you know, as soon as mm-hmm. something doesn't go the way that you think, as soon as something, you know, uh, happens where you feel like, Oh, my rights were, you hear that phrase a lot uh, mm-hmm. in the culture that your rights are violated or, mm-hmm. you know, all of this, all of these, you know, all, mm-hmm. they don't have rights and these people, all this kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Uh, and you see people just going on meltdowns, tirades, all this kind of, you know, yeah. anger and then, I will do whatever it takes to get back at you. I will uh, make your life like hell, basically. Mm-hmm. I will do whatever mm-hmm. I can to get my way over whatever it is that you may want. And that they're really, uh, that is even celebrated these days. You know, it's, it's, it's not, true. Mm-hmm. anger is not anything to be looked <clears throat> down on, or anger is not something that's like needs to be tamed, but even more so, it is, it's, celebrated even at times you know and yeah uh it's it's that's dangerous to a culture whenever uh hey if if you're offended by someone you can just go and try to cancel them you can just go and try to you know get equal with them that that's what that's what we're seeing in the culture today you know yeah and it's almost as though people are encouraged to um find the areas where they are more offended yeah you know i'm offended because you didn't use the right pronoun with me or because yeah. you didn't give me this benefit or this privilege that I think mm-hmm. I deserved. And so the culture is, is reinforcing it. The culture is encouraging it. And then you even have now people are given uh, labels for this explosive anger. Mm-hmm. They're, 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 they're given a, a title or a, an, a label that tells them they have a disorder. And so this is just now, this is who you are. So you find titles being given to people, that say like, oh, well, you have uh, intermittent explosive disorder, mm-hmm. which is an interesting yeah. title. It, I, that's a good description of explosive anger, yeah. intermittent explosive. But yeah. the problem is disorder. Like, okay, yeah. well, now you have this dysfunction, yeah. you have this label, this is your identity, yeah. and this is who you're always going to be. Yeah, right? it's like, well, tough, just try to live with it. You know? Yeah, or, or even another title that's given to adults as well as children is an oppositional defiant disorder someone who has a, a reaction to uh, any kind of authority or rule or standard. That, I mean, that's all of us, right? Isn't that what we're born with, <clears throat> yeah. the nature yeah. that's given toward that? Yeah. So, again, culture runs counter to everything that we understand in the Bible when it comes to anger. Culture encourages it. Culture gives you a label, an identity of it, and as though it, you can't escape it. And culture today, to me, it's it's broadcast. Our mm-hmm. media, and it's just broadcast. Yeah, this is good the, point. This is the the way we react, and this is a good thing, and <clears throat> yeah. this yep. is how you make your point, and this is exactly. how you, like yeah. you said, how you cancel and, mm-hmm. and do these things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and then the crazy thing is, then people act out of their anger in mm-hmm. very disruptive ways, and yeah. then, the, then the culture says, oh my goodness, I can't believe someone would do this. I can't yeah. believe somebody would exactly. shoot someone, would yeah. act like this, would yeah. burn this, would do this. Mm-hmm. So uh, culture as a whole obviously does not have the answer for this yeah. fire inside and how we deal with that. Mm-hmm. So uh, our goal here, the podcast, is always to see what does the Bible have to say about this. So we have to mm-hmm. ask some of these questions. Is is anger a natural part of life? Is this just the way it's going to be? Should irrational anger just be accepted and expected? Is this just 
part of the package, just what we have to deal with. Is it okay to lose your temper, to lose control, to yell, to curse, to destroy property, to hurt someone else? Those are questions we have to ask. And the Bible, of course, deals with anger. It's not a, a foreign subject. And it's yeah. you find it throughout. You find it in the very opening pages. You find it in the first children yeah. <laughs> born to Adam and Eve. It yeah. happens right there exactly. in the early pages. And so uh, the Bible speaks about it in some of the very practical uh, passages that deal with the interactive and lifestyle approach. James 1, 19 through 20. Uh, so then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, slow to wrath, for the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. Now, we're going to come back to this verse and because there's so much truth here mm-hmm. about how we walk this, this faith out that we have. Uh, particularly here, the word slow will become important for us later. Mm-hmm. Proverbs sixteen thirty two: he who is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he who rules his spirit than he who takes a city. So mm-hmm. the Bible is saying the person who is able to be slow to wrath and rules over his own spirit, that, that person is stronger than yeah. an army. Yeah, kind uh, of the idea that they're, <clears throat> they're not being driven by whatever the emotions, but they are mm. able to experience something, mm-hmm. feel an emotion, and then be able to sit in that, take every thought captive to Christ to yep. be able to not just act out in anger or in mm-hmm. hurt or in even sadness or all this kind of stuff, but mm-hmm. uh, that they are able to rule their spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, again, key wording here so far, we're finding a slow to wrath, slow to anger. Yeah. So mm-hmm. uh, as we're going to find today, there is a place, but there is a, there's a path also to it. Mm-hmm. That we have to be careful of um, Ephesians again, four thirty one thirty two. let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, evil speaking be put away from you with all malice. And instead be kind to one another, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, even as God, in Christ forgave you. Yeah. Powerful truth there. Ephesians 4, 26, 27, be angry and do not sin and do not let the sun go down on your wrath nor give place to the devil. So just in these verses, and I think you find this throughout the rest of the the passages in the scripture that deal with anger, that there is a place for anger. Uh, it seems to be a very limited place. And there's a pathway mm-hmm. to it if you're, if you're going to... Um, uh, allow it. We should be slow to it. There's a time for anger. There's a place for justice, and there's a place for uh, a sense of righteous indignation. But um, there's a place that's also an out of bounds for anger, and we have to be careful about understanding what those are, Definitely. as those scriptures pointed out. Because when you get out of the bounds, when you get outside the the framework, it's there that the enemy is waiting, and he will take advantage. He will trip you up in that moment, yeah. and he will use that. So I think that's why he says, nor give place to the devil. Yeah. You cannot give him room. You cannot give him a foothold. So, uh, Just sorry, before we continue on, I think even in that, whenever, yes, there's a place for anger, there's a time for anger. In that, I do think that the enemy is constantly being like, just give a little bit more anger. <laughs> you know, just, just try. He's trying to draw you out of bounds. Oh, exactly, constantly, yeah. but... Again, the slow, focused, with purpose, with yeah. intention, that's the only way yeah. to deal with anger. And to yeah. if you're going to have a place for righteous anger, it has to be very uh, 
not chainsaw, but very like <laughs> surgeon, like yeah, you know. It's true. All right, so enough of us talking. Let's get on to Jerry here. <laughs> Come on, uh, the, the guy we're here to listen to today. So, uh, Jerry, I'm sure would you, you would you're not saying you're an expert on the subject of anger. <laughs> That's not why he's here. Doesn't have a PhD in psychology or anger recovery. Or anything. <laughs> right, definitely not. <laughs> but uh, God has worked in his life, and in, in, in a couple of different seasons, one more recently, but you're going to hear those today. So, mm-hmm. um, Jerry, tell us about how anger has been a part of your life, and and just so we can all kind of get a framework for where you come from in this today. Well. And looking back real quick at these scriptures, when you read these off just now, I just see mm. failed, failed, failed in these mm. areas here. And now that we have victory, you mm. know, in these areas, and I can look at these scriptures differently mm. as well. But That's as good. far as for for me, anger being a part of my life, I mean, anger I was very, very destructive mm. for me. Uh, yeah. I damaged a lot of people. Mm. A lot of my family hurt my family, hurt friends, have hurt strangers wow. by not handling situations mm. properly and going from zero to ten in 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 in, in rage as such. Wow. Um, mm. And by doing so, and even knowing at the moment, I've sabotaged multiple relationships. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> sabotage myself. Wow. You know, after you go through this, you look back and go, you see it. Mm. And but you did it anyway. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know you let yeah. that that anger take over and to be the driving factor, um, because I wanted to prove my point. Mm. Yeah, I wanted to be right. Uh, but I've gone through from, you know, throwing things. Mm-hmm. You know, I've had tools I've broken because I've gotten angry and chunked wow. them. Wow. And as hard as that is to sit here and <clears throat> and yep. say it's just a part of where I've been. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. And I'm on victory on the other side of that, yeah. which is the good news. Amen. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. Uh, That's good. Well, I appreciate your honesty and vulnerability yeah. in that. Um, it, it's one of those areas I think every person in some way has dealt with anger in their life. And mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. Um, so is this something that was true for you as a teenager, 20-something? Was it 40s? Where, where across what span of your life has this been? Well, I look back and, and – um, I've gone back as early as probably maybe 14, 15 years old where I remember very specifically mm. a situation arising in, in the not just anger but rage coming up immediately. Wow. Back to as early as at least 15 years old. Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, so we're not just talking about, wow, that's frustrating. You're talking yeah. <laughs> about something that like it takes oh, over, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. Is that? Oh, yeah, the, definitely. You, you lose all focus of of reality of what's going on and it's just your your rage kicks in and um you got to prove a point i had to prove a point wow and so that again that that shows up in outburst verbally i'm sure Mm -hmm. something physically as well oh yeah i mean physically punched holes in walls and doors before uh my wife can tell a story of a specific time when i hit a door wow um yeah I could always, uh, and once I got to that point of of being angry that I became, you know, I'm going to make you pay. Mm. I was good at, you're going to pay now. Mm. And you're going to pay by me holding a grudge against you. Wow. And 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 I was good at it. Yeah. And I'm going to make you pay and make you miserable. 
Yeah. And make you hurt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, again, that shows up in family context. That shows up on the highway. That shows up in a lot of different places as a result of that. We can all we can all relate to some of that. Yeah. 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 So was that something that was part of home life growing up? Did you see that? Was it modeled for you? No. Uh, you know, I never, you think when I first hear that, you think, okay, your parents. Right, uh-huh. right. You know? Yeah. I don't recall ever seeing my parents fight. Hmm. Well, I'm sure they did. Yeah. They must have done it behind doors. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. or something. Mm-hmm. But I never saw my parents fight with each other. Hmm. Never saw anger come out between them. There weren't mm-hmm. holes in the wall growing up where you No, dad. nothing. Nothing at all. Mom, None. Yeah. I mean, zero modeled okay. of having a yeah. negative uh view of yeah. of parents fighting okay. or not getting along. Okay. And what did you see in your dad and how he handled anger? What what was his response? So everybody again, everybody at some point can sure. be frustrated or angry is something. Yeah. No, my, my biggest <clears throat> remembrance with my dad with anger would be my sister. They fought a lot. Okay. Just the just butted heads a lot. <clears throat> but uh he would get mad. But my dad had this this crazy habit. He would he would bite his thumb mm-hmm. and huh. and just bite down and his face would just cringe up and he would mumble stuff. Wow. Huh. Uh, huh. and then walk away. Wow. And so I don't know if that was his way of controlling yeah. it mm-hmm. yeah. if that was his way of cursing under his breath where nobody could hear it and right. just being mm-hmm. yeah but being he like, didn't act it. out yeah. but he would walk away but it made zero sense but i remember i mean just his whole life into his hmm. way into life that was his way wow. of, of well, handling interesting uh, when things would come up okay so it didn't you didn't see it at home it wasn't mm-hmm. modeled for you there would, was that something that was modeled maybe by friend groups you were in or other extended family did you see it there no, no, I never <clears throat> don't recall seeing anybody model anger anger for me. Okay. Being a part of my family, friends. Okay. None of that at all. All right. So we're not we're not looking then at, at anyone else who showed it to you. It must have come from somewhere else then. Mm-hmm. It just came from within you, mm-hmm. which that's true of what the Bible tells us, that mm-hmm. we're all born with a nature that's naturally given toward mm-hmm. sin. Mm-hmm. Yes, sometimes it's modeled for us. Yes, sometimes there are generational patterns that are passed down to us. Mm-hmm. But each person is responsible. You, you're not you're not blaming your dad or your mom. You're not blaming the coworkers. Yeah. You're not blaming anybody else today for it. Right. You're, you're accepting the fact that it was something that, that came up in you. So this mm-hmm. takes us down a different path than mm-hmm. today. If we're going to have that conversation where... Where do you think that came from? I mean, it, it comes from somewhere, <clears throat> and it wasn't just the situation because what what you're describing is something explosive. Again, it's not mm-hmm. just uh, oh, that's really frustrating, but, but it was like I'm acting out on this. Yeah, where does that come from within you? You think? Well, for me, I think it's a it developed as a part of my story as growing up. What mm. what I heard of me being in an accident. Hmm. Mm. Um being presented to my family and as, as my mother, Francis wow. D is my mother is her little accident. Wow. Um, so that's just how you get introduced at family settings and, mm-hmm. and when wow. people are over. Yeah. Yeah. My aunt was the number one person that I remember doing that. Wow. This is, this is Jerry D. This is Francis D's little accident. Wow. Wow. And, and so that became, I mean, in a sense, your identity of like, well, this is, this is what I am <clears throat> worth. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, so when things went bad, then the those those emotions really kicked in of no worth. You know yeah. that if you're an accident, you have no purpose. So mm-hmm. what does it really matter? Yeah. Wow. Nobody really cares. 
So it doesn't matter how I how I act, and I deserve this, and I'm just going to pile on myself on the yeah. deserving part of yeah. Wow. Of uh, that I'm an accident. Get it? Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I'm. I'm a, I would assume they probably meant very little by that, but those words had power. Yeah. A because, lot of weight uh, with the words. Yeah. Um, again, you you had, then it took that as okay. Well, then if that's true, you're thoughtfully putting this together. Then then I'm not a product of love. I'm product of just happenstance yeah. so my purpose is maybe not as grand as i thought and uh i'm maybe my purpose is not as grand as i thought and all my who i am i'm an accident that i can see where that would yeah. kind of change a perspective on some things but you're saying that caused within you this low boil that starts to show up mm-hmm. is that kind of what you're saying yes and i can even specifically when i talked about earlier about me and you know my mom and I probably fought more than anybody. Hmm. And my mom and I had this conversation within the last 15 years. Of, there was a point where we were having a fight one day, an argument one day, and she got mad and she made the comment that I was just the result of a Sunday afternoon nap. Wow. And <clears throat> like I say, within the last 15, 12 years, I think probably since I started taking care of my mom, we had that conversation. And she remembered that day herself, and she remembered when she said it. Wow. She saw the change in me and the damage that was done, wow. and she couldn't take it back. But how I own that I'm piled on top of that you're an accident. Yeah. Now, not only are you an accident, but I'm just a result of two people <clears throat> yeah. having sex. Wow. Yeah. Okay. And uh, uh, so it just piled on to the point of life doesn't really matter to you. Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. 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 So that introduces a lot of, you know, big things, whether or not we all realize what's happening in that moment, but that, that calls into question some things about God mm-hmm. and who I am mm-hmm. and his purpose for my life and why do I exist? What's my purpose? All of that. And that, that affects you. Yeah. And that you're saying that begins to play out in your life. Then it produces mm-hmm. this boil that spills over. Yeah. Yeah. Um, mm. Yes. Because through that, I had conversations with God, mm-hmm. you know, why, you know, yeah. and I hear, I heard people say, you know, I heard people say that, you know, God doesn't make mistakes. God made you. Well, yeah, I heard that, but yeah, right. it didn't resonate with me. Mm-hmm. I had the other take kicking in that I'm an accident and that yeah. I was made by my parents wow. a nap. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. yeah. And so with that going on, that low boil point, and to me, by starting to, by believing the lie yep. that it created self-worth issues, mm. uh, negative thoughts. Hmm. the inability for me to see truth, to understand that God did create me, not my parents. Yeah. Yeah. God yeah. created me. Yeah. Um, selfishness, <laughs> my desires to be right. That was probably one of the yeah. bigger low bull things is it's my way. I'm right. Hmm. You're going to do it yeah. this way. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, I'd rather be right than happy. Hmm. I guess you know? you're feeling at this point, like, okay, I got to prove myself. My worth yeah. is not what mm-hmm. I thought it was. So I'll, you know, Dad Gimbin, I'll show you who I am. Yeah. You know, I'll prove yep. to you who I am. Yep. Yep. And you're not going to take advantage of me. Yeah. All that's swelling up in you, right? Right. Absolutely. Wow. And, you know, it was my way or the highway mm. mentality. Yeah. Um, but mm. on that low boil point, within me, it becomes down to a peace, a peace mm. issue of not having peace, having unrest. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, in my life, Due to these circumstances, due to these things that I was dealing with inside, yeah. and I had going through this, I had, I had written down the word "no God, mm. no peace," as in "no, yeah. no God, 
N-O, no peace, versus mm-hmm. no God, K-N-O-W, mm. yeah. no peace. Yeah, wow. absolutely. And that's the contrast there yeah. between yeah. back then and mm. working through yeah. now. Yeah. So there was a point in your life where God showed you that this was really kind of the core of what was happening, and you you came to a, a an understanding of truth that, no, I'm not just a product of an, uh, an afternoon nap. I'm not just an accident. I actually have purpose. And that moment began to change some things for you, right? It did. How long ago was that? <clears throat> that was uh, the beginning of that when I I was in I I was actually in the woods and and dealing with a conversation, being angry, mm. and and God it's probably one of the the first time I remember God speaking so clearly to me as we're here and and God spoke to me and said because I was going through this thing why am I an accident and yeah and and life you know why does it matter what's my purpose <clears throat> yeah why mm-hmm. am I like this mm-hmm. and yeah. and I'm you know, filled with the the emotions of not having worth in these things. And God mm. spoke so clear to me and said, Jerry, your parents didn't make you that day. Mm. Yeah. I did. Wow. So good. And that was been that's been 20 years ago when that actually spoke to me wow. and started changing some of the behaviors yeah. that I've had since I was 14, 15 years Ooh. old, all the way up to you know, this would be in my my mid thirties when mm. 35 years old, I think, is when that occurred because I was at a specific seminar and I yeah. remember mm. this. <clears throat> wow. So wow. that you're saying that truth released then some of the pressure from the low boil, I guess. Yes. That began mm-hmm. to settle some things in you. And you began to notice some change in your life, right? I did. I did. Um so that that started that of of at least now I have a understanding. I'm able to let yeah. some of that go, some of uh-huh. that that pain go, mm-hmm. uh, and know that God has a purpose for me, not yeah. knowing at that time exactly what all that was, yeah. mm-hmm. but it gave me the uh, opportunity to start walking down that path of understanding yeah. hmm. for sure. um, that and understanding my anger, yeah. that it doesn't work. Wow. Yeah. Um, not that from that day forward, was it great? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Lots of stories there, but yeah, sure. Hmm. That's good. So now, even more recently, though, you went through uh, a Bible study uh, here at the church, and it it brought another level of victory, I guess you could say, to you and more freedom. Mm-hmm. Uh, talk about that for just a moment, because that's a powerful truth, that first one. Yeah. And it, it brought change in your life. Truth does set us free. Yeah. But something something more recent has happened. Talk about that for just a moment. Well, the, the more recent is the, the Bible study, the unoffendable Bible study, and I've told everybody I speak to about that, that it's been one of the top three or four <clears throat> things that I've studied mm. or gone through that have been life-changing yeah. for That's me. Awesome. Um, and I guess the, the number one thing for me is the fact that I hearing God's word and reading God's word and understanding God has something so much more mm. Mm-hmm. For me mm-hmm. to be to 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 remove the destructive behaviors in my life that don't work, yeah, yeah. that don't bring yeah. glory to Him, that don't draw me closer to Him, yeah, so good. Uh, and it's the ability to learn to forgive at the point of offense, mm-hmm. yeah, <clears throat> because, because that's the moment where the anger kicks in normally, yeah. right? Correct, right where the offense is, correct, yeah. yeah, correct. And that 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 point of offense is out there every day. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, there's when I leave here, something may happen immediately Mm -hmm. that's going to be an offense to me. Yeah, someone's going to cut you off in traffic. Yeah, someone's Mm going to say something. It goes Mm -hmm. to the beginning. uh, You know, we're talking about if things don't go your way, if someone takes advantage of you, someone didn't do what they said, what they promised. Your Mm -hmm. rights are violated. Your feelings Mm -hmm. are hurt. All that stuff. I mean, those are instantly all points of offense. And so, to be able to forgive at that point, I mean, like you're saying that that's Mm. That's where the freedom is, you know? Yeah. So, so go ahead with the rest of that study, the impact it had on you. You know, so that's that's where the, like you said, the freedom is to to realize that there's a different way that I mm. don't have to react in that way. I'm able to slow down mm. um, that's good. And, and think and have a different reaction to mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. and to... Um, To see people differently, I'm sure we've talked about that just a little bit. Yeah, I mean that's that's been a big part. Just to, to know that to 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 mm. just because somebody does something that doesn't give me the right to get angry at them. To realize that God has given me the ability to see them as broken, mm. just like I'm broken. God doesn't get yeah. angry with me every time I do something yeah. that uh-huh. yeah. offends Him, if it's even possible for me. You know, yeah. yeah. But you know, for me to be able to see people differently, that realize mm. that they're we're all broken, and mm-hmm. to see them with a love. For them, yeah, that I've never had before, mm-hmm. versus going into that mm-hmm. anger, you're whatever it may be. Yeah. Right. My favorite word used to be idiot, uh-huh. and they're not. Right, yeah, right. Well, they're exactly. sometimes people are still walking yeah. where you were. Right, you were in that place of um, misunderstanding some things or not believing some things about your purpose and knowing you've been called by God, loved by God forgiven by God. So if you don't know those things, mm-hmm. you, you're going to be operating at a place where you're going to do some things that are not correct sometimes. Right. But then sometimes it's just life playing out, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. sometimes just exactly. people that you love, love you. Sometimes things happen that there's misunderstanding. There's things that are said. And in that moment we can become angry. But if you learn some other, some truth, mm-hmm. you change how you see, other people, it can change our anger level for sure. So, yeah. But the Bible talks about that that Jesus was angry. There's a reference in particular where uh, Jesus goes into uh, a setting where they are they've set up their tables. They're selling their wares, uh, not just selling things, but they're taking advantage of people. They're they're selling sacrifices in God's house. Um, and as a result, Jesus makes a cord of, uh, uh, for a whip. Mm-hmm. He makes a whip of cords, and he goes in intentionally. He's not just flying off the handle. Uh, this is not necessarily rage. It It's more calculated, more purposeful, and he mm-hmm. goes in and drives them out of his father's house, and he mm-hmm. says, this is supposed to be a place of prayer. So in that moment, Jesus was angry. In that moment, Jesus acted on his anger. Does that not give us license to be able to do act out of our anger? That's a tough one. <laughs> it is, you know, because you say, yeah. "Okay, Jesus got angry. Well, I can I get, angry. get angry for right? everything, you know." <laughs> and I think that the the obviously to me the big picture difference is, is that God is able to control his anger. Jesus is mm-hmm. able to control his anger. Yep. Um, 
However, I think he gives us the ability to be able to do that ourselves, mm. to be able to, you know, to learn that we have to control that and we can't go from zero to 10. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We have to, to walk through that process in a controlled environment. And yeah. when we go rage, we lose <clears throat> all yeah. sense of control. Exactly. All rationale goes out the window. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I, some of the context I grew up in or come through in my faith is that there was a period that it, it I, I got this impression that all anger was sin, was wrong. Mm-hmm. And if I ever felt it, then I was in sin in that moment. And that's, I mean, that's tough because... Yeah. If you were feeling the emotion of anger. Yeah, even feeling the emotion that I was doing wrong. And, um, you know, the, the term was, well, I just needed to surrender my rights in that moment. And I get that. There's some places where that's true. If I if I feel like I deserve to be treated a certain way and someone doesn't treat me that way and I get angry, well, I need to let go of my right to be treated a certain way. That's true. Mm-hmm. But there are times where there are some injustices that happen, um, maybe not even to me, but to other people. Mm-hmm. And because of my position, whether it be as a father or pastor or member in a community or whatever, I have a responsibility to see that the injustice doesn't happen again. Yeah. And there's a there's an emotion that comes up in that moment um that is natural and in some ways is right. Mm-hmm. And those I I don't have to repent of that, right? But I do have to be spiritual in how I deal with it. Yes. Right? I mean, the passages from Ephesians, you know, be angry and do not sin. Mm-hmm. You know, be slow to anger. Yeah. Be slow mm-hmm. to wrath means, okay, there is a pathway here, but I have to be careful and stay on God's path yeah. in this moment. And again, the idea being that you are not ruled by whatever emotion it is, yeah. but that you are the one who rules your spirit. Obviously, it's through the power of the spirit that yeah. we that we have that ability, but that we don't let rage drive us. We don't let anger drive us. Yeah. Although, if there is an injustice and we do feel uh, an anger towards it or a sense of injustice in us, that doesn't mm-hmm. mean like, oh, you're wrong, you're in sin, you need to repent mm-hmm. for feeling a certain way. And again, I think that's where there's a difference between there's reaction and feeling, and then there's like this boiling, kind of that idea, that low boil of like, I'm just going to sit in this anger and I'm gonna let and I'm gonna be thinking of all these things that I could do, should do, would do. Right. You know, there's that aspect of anger, but then there's also the anger of I am reacting to this and I'm taking these thoughts captive and now I'm deciding what I'm gonna do with this, you know. Yeah. yeah. I, and I think if we're going to become angry about an issue, we, we should make sure that we're on the same side that God is on that issue. That's true. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. exactly. Jesus wasn't just, you know, offended at some random reason. No. He said, this is my father's house. This is to be a house of prayer. Yeah. He was he was acting on truth. Right. And he was doing what his father was leading him to do. So if we're going to be men of faith, women of faith, mm-hmm. that we should walk in the path that that he has for us and yes. make sure that what you're going to be angry about, make sure make sure that's something God feels yeah. that same way about. Absolutely. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Uh, and, and, and that does significantly shrink 
the realm of anger. And That's it's true. and it makes it specific to Aries. You know, it's not yes. like you're saying, like, oh, my feelings are hurt because this one person said one thing. You yeah. know, yeah. Is God angry? <laughs> angry? Is he rageful at something like that? No, <laughs> he's not, you know. But now whenever there is injustice and all of these bigger issues, mm-hmm. you know, and it's people's <clears throat> lives, you see uh, things going on, there is a different feeling in that, right? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't justify irrational anger. It doesn't yeah. injust- It does not justify explosive anger. Again, mm-hmm. slow to anger. Now, this is what we're going to keep driving toward here because now, mm-hmm. now I have to be careful about how I go about it, um, processing and acting on this emotion or this experience. So that kind of takes us to this next idea. What what are we supposed to do when we're hurt, we're violated, things don't go like we expected, or a loved one is treated in a in a, a, a wrong way? What are we supposed to do in that moment with the feelings of injustice and mm-hmm. and even anger? For me at this point Go back to the slow down process. Yeah. You've got to breathe a minute instead yeah, of, you yeah. know, and, 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 and have knowing that you've got to assess the situation mm. in a calmer fashion yep. as opposed to going straight into, I'm going to fix this or I'm going to do this or you do yeah. that yep. and explode. You have, you need to take action, yeah. but it has to be a rational yep. uh, action. It has to be, a thought through action. You have yes. to take a moment to think about this situation exactly. and yep. instead of just responding, you've got yeah. to slow down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because sometimes it might demand an action mm-hmm. uh, like Jesus making a whip, mm-hmm. but you also find Jesus in other situations. Uh, it's the night before he's going to be arrested or the night he is arrested. He's sitting at the table and Judas gets up to go and betray him. Mm-hmm. That would be a moment most of us would be angry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Yes. And what does Jesus do instead? He picks up a basin, he picks up a towel, and he becomes the servant in the room mm-hmm. and he washes their feet. Yeah. So there there's injustice happening, but that doesn't mean you have to act irrationally. You have to demonstrate, you know, verbal yelling and you know, wanting to punch something. Yeah. Instead, sometimes there's the time to become the servant in the room, Mm -hmm. but this is where the slowdown is necessary. Yeah, and and we're talking about our culture. You know, our culture is the world. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We as Christians should react differently to situations than the world does. We should be Jesus in setting that example um, to the world and to our family because obviously we can train our family. Yep. May not have been in my situation, but we can definitely train our kids and our yep. family and, and those around us to react violently yep. or to react calmly yep. and to walk yeah. through the situation to, yeah. to build the whip, yeah. but then to control the whip in a, yes. in a, in yep. a proper fashion to be in and take an action. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I think that's part of the value of slowing down. It's like, okay, I'm going to pray. Mm-hmm. I'm going to evaluate what I'm experiencing here. I'm going to think through some scripture. I'm going to ask God to speak to me. I'm even going to seek some counsel. Yeah. I'm going to take a moment. I'm going to take a couple of days maybe even before I respond. And that's that's part of the slope, slow to wrath, slow mm-hmm. to anger. And you can only do that if you're setting your, your faith first mm-hmm. into the situation. Yes. So 
um, when Heather and I meet with couples and we talk about premarital counseling, one of the sessions we have deals with how do we deal with conflict and conflict resolution. And one of the big pieces in that is to slow the process down because the minute there's tension, the minute there's a disagreement or hurt feelings, boy, the moment becomes ripe for a lot of things to go wrong in that moment. You all of a sudden, if you let your emotions take over, you end up saying something you regret later. You end up saying something you don't really mean in the moment. And feelings are, are really raw in that moment. And you can you can hurt the other person mm-hmm. if you're if you're trying to go too fast in that moment. So that's why mm-hmm. I slow to wrath. I, um, I was thinking about, we talked earlier, this idea about it's kind of like a school zone. If you're driving down the road, the speed limit may be 35, <clears throat> and you come up on a school, and there's a school zone sign, and if it's active, the speed limit drops to 20. Well, because you need to slow down because in that moment, there are a lot more potential dangers here mm-hmm. than yeah. there are normally in a situation where you're driving 35 down the road. Yeah. But in that moment, <clears throat> there are children present, there are parents present, people are crossing the road. You need to slow way down so that you can process what's happening. And I think, wow, that's a great yeah, example of exactly. what Scripture is talking about. Slow to wrath, slow to anger. <clears throat> yeah. Slow the thing down. Slow the pace down. Think, pray, seek God's direction. How do I respond? Is this a moment for justice to be served? Or is this a moment to take up the towel and be the servant in the situation? You, you right. can't know yeah. that if you're if you're still going 35 when you need it's to be true. going 20. <laughs> right. So yeah, uh, it's in that moment you gotta you gotta slow down, you've got to clarify your thoughts, you gotta clarify your words, you have to listen to the other person. What are they saying? What are they needing here in this moment? Mm-hmm. That all is critical, and you can only do that if you're if you're choosing to put faith first over your feeling of anger. So um, now we've talked about this idea of the low boil earlier. Anger usually comes from that place, even from your own experience. Yeah. You, you said um, that the anger came out of this place of not knowing your identity mm-hmm. and your worth and, and believing something um, that turned out to be a lie. What are some of the other factors what are the other some of the uh, other low boil factors people might have in their life that cause anger to have because anger is not just the guy who pulls in front of you anger is not just because the co-worker no. said what they did anger comes from somewhere else within us what are some of those other low boil pieces <clears throat> well i think the the our worth, where are we finding our value? Mm. Where are we finding our worth? So good. Yeah. Um, what do we say about ourselves? Yeah. It's good. Um, is to me is, is it's, it's all in here. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I love are, that. You know, and, and how can we replace those thoughts with positive thoughts with truth mm-hmm. to overcome that low bowl of, of, of these things? Things yeah. that are in us. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier, you said uh, you felt like you had to always be right. Yep. So uh, if we trace that back a little bit for all of us, if we get into this place where like, okay, my worth is in always having to be right mm. because this is where my identity comes from. So if anybody accuses me of being wrong, <laughs> I'm coming after See you. Right. <laughs> right. Because yeah. you're, yeah. you didn't just – 
you didn't just offend me. You yeah. came after my identity. Who I am. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're and, not just like after what I'm talking about. You're after literally the core <laughs> of of my being. Yeah. You know? And so if you if you put all your stock into I got to be right, then I'm coming after you if you accuse me of not being right. You know. So yeah. or if I got to always have my way, I got to always do what I want. I got to always uh, come out looking good. I got to always be liked by the crowd. Well, if that's if that's the case, well, then the moment someone embarrasses you in front of the crowd, See guess ya. what you're doing? Mm-hmm. You're coming after them. Mm-hmm. Yes. Because I'm not going to look foolish in front of the crowd because my worth is in how I look before the crowd. Yep. Right. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I was also thinking about this idea that um, the scripture talks about that through Christ, we have peace with God we have all of a sudden this release of all the guilt that I've carried, all the wrong that I've done, all the uncertainty about my eternity, that now through Christ I have peace with God. If somebody doesn't have that, this goes back to your no no peace, mm-hmm. N-O peace, N-O God, mm-hmm. and yeah. K-N-O-W, no peace, and no God. Uh, there's so much power to that because at the core, if you don't have this sense of peace, settled peace with God, you're going to not just be at a low boil. You're going to be a high boil. Yeah. <laughs> and you're there all the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just right to that point. Like you're watching a pot of water, you know, it starts <laughs> small, but it just gets right there and, yeah. and you live right there. So it doesn't take much to doesn't take but two degrees to kick it into boil mode. That's yeah. true. And by, by having this unrest and this, this, uh, this 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 just almost just anger almost inside you yes yeah. there yep all the time this unrest this yeah almost like a chaos in, yeah. in here mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. that that is going to come out yeah, yeah. if yeah. you if you've got within you uh, my parents always told me I was a failure my parents told me I was insignificant stupid whatever. Uh, everybody around me has always told me uh, I was crazy or I looked a certain way and that if you assume all of that, I mm-hmm. make agreements with all that. Mm-hmm. You're going to have this boil down deep yeah. inside. Mm-hmm. I, I, I guess I think about like I watched my parents, uh, after we moved to Red Oak, they had a big garden and they would bring everything in that they got from the garden and they would can it. You know, they put it in these Mason jars and they would seal it. Then they'd put it in a pressure cooker on the stove. And you always knew that season because it was going to be hot in the house. They're going to have that thing on the oven. I mean, the stove is going to be on. Yep. And they, they put the jars inside that pressure cooker and they put the top on and you'd, they'd lock it down. It had a seal to it. And then they'd turn up the heat and it would start boiling and create this pressure inside. It created the vacuum seal within the jars. But you always knew because that thing was on the stove and then it had this little pressure valve at the top and it had this little weight on the top and it would sit there and go. And so all day long, (laughs) it's going in the house and they they always said, no, stay away from this because the pressure building up in here is dangerous. And if it were to break loose or if you, you know, you did something and caused the seal to break. It could be explosive in the room. I was always terrified of that season of the year. Like something's going to happen here, but that's the way it is for a lot of people. They they've got this pressure built up inside of their guilt from their past, 
their fears about the future, their worth, their identity, trying to prove themselves, trying to be good enough, trying to do enough, and it it's a high boil. And so when all of a sudden someone interrupts that, then here it goes. You know, here it goes. The explosion yeah. happens. And out exactly. come the words, out come yeah. the fist, out exactly. come all the, the emotion with it. And go ahead. And you hear, listen, you tell this story is, is I can see me. What comes to my mind is my relationship with me and my wife. Mm. And I could see me as that pressure cooker mm. and literally her living in fear mm. of not wanting to say anything and speak mm. her feelings, how she feels, because it's going to open that pot. Ooh. It's going to break that valve and it's all going to come out. Yeah. And, we just had this conversation again recently and how that it hurts yeah. knowing I did that to her yep. and to others in my life, but yep. to my wife, the one I'm closest to, yep. you know, for her to live in, in fear of, of me. Yeah. 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 It's, is is mm. not good. No, yeah. it's not. It's not a place yeah. to be and it's not what God yeah. will cause me to be. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and it takes some time to rebuild and restore the path. Mm-hmm. So, yep. mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. how is all this working for you now? Because obviously, some change is happening in your life. What? Mm-hmm. Um, how is this changing how you live? People still cut you off in traffic. People yeah. still do yeah. crazy things. Things that just happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How, how are you? How are you different today? Well, I'm, the, the, during this most recent unoffendable, God just I, I've got to see God's word in a different light. Mm that I understood it mm. to be um, and that there's to be able to slow down, yeah. to be able to know that the way I've lived in the past is, is wrong mm. mm-hmm. and to be accountable to that mm-hmm. um, and to have, to have the desire. Yeah. To change, That's, yeah, exactly, mm. yeah, and to do things differently than I've ever done it, mm. and to where my wife can be open with me in all situations, mm. to where when that person pulls out in front of me on the highway, it's like okay, yeah, you know they're having whatever's going on. It doesn't yeah. matter. Mm. Yeah. Uh, doesn't mean you have to go <clears throat> race up to them and. Do whatever. <laughs> no, the old me would be rolling down the window, go up there and honk in the horn. And yeah. Blah, blah, blah. And now it's yeah. like, okay, come on over. Yeah. yeah. You know, do whatever. It's no big deal. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Wow. So you're seeing people differently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, yeah. That seems like the thing that has done a lot of change, you know, is yeah. perspective on others and the forgiving at the point of offense. Yeah. That's good. Huge. That's awesome. Yeah. And knowing that there's a better way for me, you know, I had something come up here the other day and with a family person, mm-hmm. somebody in my family, and it could have gone south. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was able to just step away for just a second and, and think about this. Mm-hmm. And, okay, how can we resolve this differently so and walk through a situation? Yep. And it had yep. a great outcome wow. instead of going the other direction. And it was just yep. a matter of <clears throat> doing something different. Wow. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So... What do you tell the person then who has struggled with anger and they just can't seem to get control? What What do you say to them? Well, I think they have to, they've got to go into God's word. Mm-hmm. They've got to have the desire. 
God can only change that person. God has changed me. Yeah. It all came from from there. Yeah. yeah. And that what they're doing doesn't work. God calls us for to be different than that. That's not the yep. godly man that yeah. we, we are called to be. That is not a godly man. Yeah. You're right. the farthest thing from a godly man. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's just being ruled by your own passions and emotions mm-hmm. and feelings in that moment. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. I think, um, of course, understanding the damage, what that can cause in other people, like you've talked about. Yeah, I go back back up a little bit. I go back to several years ago in a situation that to understanding that damage, to see it, two mm-hmm. things come to mind was uh, walking through this. It was my grandson's birthday party years ago. I mm. blew it. Mm. and But I saw the hurt that it did to him for the first time. I probably really saw that in somebody in this little mm. kid. And wow. it changed for me. Yeah. It started a pathway of, of realizing mm. that I, I'm, I wrote down in my notes that I was thankful that I even have anybody around me mm. because of what I've done. Yeah. And I'm thankful for that, that they have, that God has kept them in my life and that yeah. Yeah. I get a do over. Yeah. You know, and I'm in the do over stage, and it's yeah. good. Yeah, and it's 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 so real, good. and it's it's growing, and it's there's peace in it. Mm. Yeah, and there's value in it, and I can change change other people's yep. lives yeah. and help them to not walk down that path exactly. that I walk down. And and, yeah. and even though we all go through what we go through, but um, but that's one of the things that that hit to me, and I lost my other thought I had with that's that just right. now. <clears throat> on number two item, and maybe it'll come back to me. Yeah, it's good. Well, I think, like you said, um, you know, you want other people to know. Hey, understand the damage this is causing around you. Look at mm-hmm. look at what's happening. The and it, it's always in the people closest to us, mm-hmm. usually. But yeah, uh, usually, it has obviously uh, concentric circles, ripples that go beyond that. Um, that God desires something more for you. You don't have to live a slave to your anger. And then, I think the thing that that we drive home here, whether it's anger or any other subject, is the real key is in knowing what Jesus has done for you mm-hmm. and who you are in him. Mm-hmm. That's where the real freedom is. Yeah. Um, we read the verses earlier from Ephesians 4, 31, 32. Let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all yeah. malice. So it can be done. Those things can be put away from us. Yep should be put away from us, but the verse doesn't, or the passage doesn't stop there. That's right. 32 says, and be kind to one another. Yeah. Tender hearted. So be sensitive. Be thinking about the other person more than you think about yourself. Mm-hmm. Then here, here's the, the key. Forgiving one another, even as God in Christ forgave you. Yeah. So this good. is where the, this is the relief valve. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is where it, you're set free. When you realize, okay, all the things that were against me, all my failures, all my faults, all my past, all the lies I believed about who I was, all of that has been taken by Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he has paid that price and forgiven me when I did not deserve that. I, yep. I deserved the judgment of God, but he forgave me. Now, when that truly hits your heart, then you can turn around and begin to apply that same to others. Yep. And this is where what you've said, 
This is forgiving at the point of offense, mm-hmm. as you talked about. Mm-hmm. Now, instead of the anger, and I got to prove myself, I got to mm-hmm. show you who I am, I'm going to get my way. I think I, I've been forgiven of my sin. So now I'm going to forgive you mm-hmm. in your sin. Yep. This removes the pressure valve and yep. the mm-hmm. peace yeah. <laughs> can yeah. come yeah. in in that yeah. moment. So that's, that's the heart change. Yes. Yeah. You know, and this scripture speaks so much to that because, uh, you know, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, love one another, mm. be kind. That's the opposite of yeah. anger and bitterness yep. and yep. being <clears throat> tenderhearted yeah. uh, <clears throat> is the opposite of being yeah. mean and vengeful yeah. and yeah. those things. Grudges, and, all that. Yeah. Uh, holding these grudges. And, 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 and the bigger <clears throat> thing was the last part of this, forgiving one another. And then the, 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 the key, I think, is the is God yeah. yep. has forgiven us. I and mean, that's, a, that's a big deal. Yeah. You know, if, if we're going to walk this walk yep. Yep. And, 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 and strive to let Jesus be in us in all areas of our lives, mm. then we have to. Mm. We have to forgive. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So good. So good. Mm-hmm. And treat those people as Christ would treat them yep. uh, with love and tenderness, but yet be... When action needs to happen, though, that you have action in appropriate fashion. Yep. Yep. Mm. That is the truth. That's where freedom is. It's in Christ. And if it's um, whatever the issue is, if it's it's anxiety, it's in Christ that we find our hope. If it's anger, it's in Christ we find our hope. This is where uh, knowing our sin is forgiven and he loves us. He has chosen us. He has accepted us. This is my identity and worth Mm -hmm. now. The release valve has been flipped, and I can be at peace. We have peace with God through Jesus Christ. And this begins to settle the, the anger in our yeah. life. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I appreciate Jerry coming on and being, being yeah. vulnerable today. Jerry's uh, he's a he's a manly man, but he's a guy that will cry at the drop of a hat now. Yeah. <laughs> and that's the best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The I best. struggle. That's the best. Don't struggle with yeah. that. You know, no. it's just because God, that's, you know, I'm, yes. gr- I'm grateful. I'm that's, overwhelmed with gratefulness that God yeah. is, still loves me and has yeah. loved yes. me and, and has changed me and is yes. changing me. That's yes. that's tenderhearted. Yep. That's, and, that, and that's out of that sensitivity Yes, is where you, you find the ability to be kind to other people. Yes. Yeah. And I'll say it makes it where the people watching this are going to say, you're telling me this is the guy who used to deal with anger? Like, There's <laughs> yeah. no way. Like, seriously, though. Like, it, it goes to show how God has worked in your life. Yeah. 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 Well, yeah. I, I appreciate your honesty yeah. and vulnerability today. And um, it's our desire that every person uh, know the peace of God through Jesus Christ. It is, is our hope. It is not just religious talk. It is life. And it's how we live out this life of faith. So, thank you again, Jerry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. thank you. Thank you. Yeah. And uh, I, I hope you'll you'll join us someday at Vertical. If you have not, you can check us out online or join us in person. Our services. God is moving here, changing yes. lives. Jerry's just one more example of that. So, yep. uh, we're going to keep on lifting him up and living him out.